What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Boring Money Show. It's your host, Mr. Boring Money, here to help you stay calm, print money, and live life on your terms. In today's episode, I want to talk about how to wreck your portfolio. Now, what I want to do is clearly communicate that this is not financial advice by any means whatsoever. All I'm doing is sharing what's worked for me, some of the investments principles that I've learned over the years, and this is for pure entertainment purposes. If you're seeking financial advice, if you have issues with your own portfolio, seek a financial advisor, somebody who's licensed and who's qualified to be able to meet you at your unique needs. This is just for educational purposes and same purposes only. Now, if you've been tuning in for a while, um, you understand that I love making money on the blockchain. I love passive income. I love making boring money, hence the name Mr. Boring Money. One of the things I was wanted to talk about is how to wreck your portfolio. And the inverse of this was, this was inspired by an article that I was writing on how entrepreneurs destroy their business. And I realized this same principle applied to investing in your portfolio. <laughs> so I love business so much. There's so much lessons that you can learn as an entrepreneur that if you listen and pay attention to those lessons, help you when you transition and you make a leap from being just an entrepreneur to being an investor. And what I was talking about and as I was reflecting was the fact that many entrepreneurs give into what is called the shiny object syndrome. This syndrome affects many investors as well. What I call it in my circle and anyone who's been a client of mine know this, I call it the squirrel syndrome. Now the squirrel syndrome is inspired by a Pixar movie called Up. This movie actually is one of the few movies that made me cry. It was such a good movie. There was a scene where they're on their way to find this waterfall or whatever it is. And this dog has a device strapped to it where you can hear its thoughts, right? So they're on this long journey. And every time this dog saw a squirrel, it'll say, ooh, squirrel, run off the, off the road and start chasing the squirrel. Come back to them and then make a little progress. You see another squirrel and you go, ooh, squirrel, and start chasing the squirrel in the other direction, come back. And many investors act like this dog chasing the latest opportunities, chasing the latest opportunity squirrel and completely abandoning their principles and forgetting why they're doing what they were doing to begin with. Now, I can't, I'm no excuse, right? I have squirrel syndrome bad and I know this about myself. I am an opportunistic addict. I love new opportunities. I love pursue starting something new. It's the, the thing about entrepreneurship that's so exciting is that you can just pivot <laughs> so quickly. All right. I also call this innovation Tourette's. Now you can bring your portfolio to a grinding halt and actually ruin your investments by not taming and by not learning to be disciplined and not giving into squirrel syndrome. 
and and chasing the opportunity squirrel. Now, the way that I do this, I actually call it the Cade. uh, I actually call it the Cade More Better Repeat New Framework. It's strange, um, but I'm going to explain it and just kind of walk you through how I even came up with this and why this has so been so crucial for my growth as an investor and why it's also allowed me to ultimately see returns at a faster rate than most people would have if they started um, without the frameworks that I have. All right. So one of the core things that helps you with squirrel syndrome is you have to have fundamental decision making frameworks that you adhere to. And that's where the discipline comes in is you are disciplined in adhering to your frameworks. So this CADE, C-A-D-E, uh, is, stands for C equals compiled data. All right. And compiled data is exactly what it is. All you're doing is gathering data. Right. Uh, an example is if I wanted to, you know, if I wanted to speculate on an asset, I don't know much about the project um, I'm compiling data on this on this project. I'm looking at the charts. I'm looking at the volume trading volume. I'm looking at the business. I'm looking at the community. I'm looking at the the tokenomics, and I'm just compiling data. I'm gathering as much information I can about this project that I'm potentially wanting to invest in. All right. So that's C. Compile data. A is analyze data. So now I'm compiling the data. Now I'm analyzing the data. Right. And I'm going in and I'm going a little bit further. I'm, I'm, I'm prodding a little bit more. Um, and if I want to get more data, what I'll actually do is I'll allocate like five percent of my discretionary budget towards just playing in this asset class, just playing. Right. I'm just putting five percent. Let's say I have a 100 bucks. Five um, percent of that would be. I'm only playing with $5 just to gather a little bit more information and see how that goes. What's going on? I wanted to take this time to quickly interrupt this video or this podcast. If you found this helpful and you're interested in getting started investing on the blockchain, we have an incredible program called the Born Money System inside of our Wealth Sanctum. What we do is we'll guarantee you'll produce cash flow within the first 30 days of setting up your first digital cash flow and real estate on the blockchain or you don't pay. So if you're interested in that, there'll be a link somewhere in the show notes for you to be able to apply and schedule a free strategy session where we can look at your portfolio, look at your financials and figure out what would be the best and most efficient way to deploy capital on the blockchain to guarantee cash flow. Hope to see you on the inside. Back to the show. Right. So I compiled some, some more data. I put a little bit of money in to gather more data so I can have more information and more evidence to analyze. All right. The the D is data driven strategy. All right. So once I compile data, I analyze the data. Now I can make and start developing a data driven strategy based on what I'm seeing, based on what the numbers are saying, based on what the evidence that I'm starting to accumulate and the data that I'm starting to compile based on what I'm seeing there. Right. I can start to make data driven strategic thinking. I haven't even developed a strategy yet. I can start thinking strategically based on the data and the story that the numbers are telling me. Right. Once I've gathered enough to start actually building a strategy. Right. I'm going back all the while. I'm still compiling more data. I'm analyzing more data. I'm 
looking at the data and really thinking through the plan and thinking through all the different angles and start to put together strategies that I will then execute. Right. So you see that process. All right. Compile the data, analyze the data, data driven strategic thinking, data driven strategy and then execute. Right. By the time I go through Cade, I have a level of certainty with what I want to execute. Right. And then I transition to the more better repeat new. So once I know what I want to execute now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do more of that thing. Right. So if you've decided based on your Cade analysis that, you know, Bitcoin is just a fantastic investment. Right. So you start putting a little bit more of your discretionary uh, funds into Bitcoin. Right. And then you analyze. Right. You start just putting a little bit more. You get good at just putting get good at allocating that five percent consistently. Right. And eventually you gather enough data to where like you start recognizing patterns and you're like, oh, when the volume on Bitcoin hits this point, it typically follows a price surge. When the volume hits dips this to this point, it typically precedes a price uh, drop, right? You get good at starting to recognize that pattern. So during the more phase, all you're doing is getting under the bar, putting in the reps and developing competence. That's it. You're not trying to get good. You're just trying to be competent. You're just trying to know what the hell you're doing, right? You're developing competence, right? And so you're just putting in enough reps under the bar to start to develop competence, to start to develop pattern recognition, where you start to see the nuances, not until you get your hands dirty and you start to feel around and start you start to play with the thing, do you start to be able to delineate the different like nuances of that thing that you're that you're working on. Right. And then once you've developed enough pattern recognition, you've put enough reps under the bar. Right. Now you can start focusing on, OK, how can I make this better? What are the tweaks that I can make? Right. And you find one area that you feel good about making improvements on. Right. And you focus on doing that better. And then you start doing more of that with the new level of uh, improvement that you've made. Right. So that's where the repeat comes. So you find where what you want to do better. You identify how you're going to execute it. You repeat and start doing more at that new level. Right. And you're going to be in this more better repeat until you maxed out and mastered the thing before you even start exploring new. You just do more. You make improvements. You repeat. Start doing more at the new level that you've reached. You do more. You make improvements. Repeat. You keep doing that until you max it out to the point where it doesn't make any sense to continue to invest in this way or deploy capital in this way to the point where it's like, all right, well, I've maxed out the benefits of doing it this way. Now I need to start looking at new. Right. And then when you identify what that new asset class or what that new thing is going to be, you start Kate all over again. You start compiling data. You analyze the data. You build data driven um, strategic strategy, you execute and then you start doing more, better, new. Start to see if you have a framework like this, how it helps you make so much better decisions, make helps you make so much better decisions when it comes to your business, when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your investments, just doing this alone has helped me exponentially make the 
more progress than I ever thought I would have been able to make. Because what I'm able to do is when I hire a mentor and start getting information from them, all I'm compiling data. I'm listening to what they're saying. I'm drawing as much as I can, right? I'm analyzing the information. And then what I'm going to do is I'm, I test a little bit and then go back to compiling more data, analyzing, compiling, analyzing, compiling, analyzing. And then once I have enough to start really developing data-driven strategic thinking, I start working on a strategic plan based on the data I've been analyzing and compiling this entire time, right? And then once I figure out a strategy, I execute, focus on just doing more, better, repeat. More, better, repeat until I max it out. I've reached a level of mastery to where it makes more sense to start looking for the new, right? But that's the money is made in the more, better, repeat. That's where the money is made. And that's where your income and your profits are going to skyrocket is in the more better repeat. But most people completely ignore that because it's boring and it's mundane and they give into squirrel syndrome and start chasing the squirrel, op the new squirrel opportunity and missing out on the gains that they would have had if they just kept doing more better repeat. So I hope you found this helpful. If you did find it helpful, uh, what I'm actually going to be doing is. Uh, we're going to be launching a five-day uh, free challenge. If you'd like to participate in that, there's going to be a link for you to register, and I'll give you more information on when that's actually going to be going live. But it's going to be a five-day challenge where I'm going to just show you if you want to start building a portfolio on the blockchain, you want to start learning how to deploy capital, you really want to just start learning like more investing principles and things like that, that's going to be an opportunity for you to get into my circle, have a free opportunity to really get a ton of value from me and our team to help you start building your portfolio, ultimately help you print money, stay calm, and enjoy life on your terms. If you found this video helpful, chances are you're gonna find a ton of value in our Boring Money community, where I'm in there live, actively sharing articles, market updates, and just uh, educating you on what's going on in the market real time. So if you don't wanna wait for another one of these episodes or another video training to come out and you wanna have live updates on what's happening in the market, go ahead and join the Born Money community where you can have access to us and be able to ask any questions that you want and potentially even get featured in an episode. Till next time, hope to see you on the inside.